0: It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Yo, 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 what is up, Senders? It's a Saturday morning. Yeah, I got these guys with me. The, the gentlemen that are organizing this epic ride tomorrow at, uh, at Santiago Oaks. And it's going to be the ride for autism. And we're all going to be meeting at the Irvine Regional Park, Lot C, to get started. 8 a.m.-ish to get there. 8.30 rollout. And these are the creative minds yeah. behind it. I have special guests, Manny and Derek. Welcome aboard, boys.
1: Yeah, how you so, doing, Mark?
0: Yeah. Dude, you guys splashed on the scene, MTB Misfits, or Mountain Misfits, and uh, every time I turn on the gram, all I see is Ride for Autism, Ride for Autism. Sponsors galore. (laughs) People are getting stoked to be there and support this cause. How did we get here, boys? This is freaking epic.
2: Oh, man.
1: Well, uh, man, it all started (laughs) off, I was just wanting to have a group ride for the Misfits, and I was thinking, well, why just have any kind of normal group ride? Let's actually have a reason behind for people to come out. And I was thinking and thinking, I know Manny, his son has autism. So I was like, thinking, well, let's do something that is directly affecting the group and someone who's gone through it. So I pitched it to Manny and he said, yeah. And he just started working on all these um, sponsors. incident. we to started sending emails to all the sponsors. He started getting all the website going and it just kind of took off. We didn't realize it was going to be this big. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're so stoked to see everybody chip in the whole, the whole community just kind of stopped, And it was just, we just said, okay, if this, if they're going to keep supporting, we're just going to keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger, try to get as much money for this awesome nonprofit that we can. That is so awesome.
0: I love how yeah, something man. starts from an idea and, and turns up to be this. And then, so basically Derek had the idea, pitch it to you, Manny, uh, he quarterbacked it and you running back this thing all the way to the end zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. How have you been able to do all this? And, and how Man. did to this
2: start? Actually, uh, what do you think, Derek? We probably started talking about it like in January. Yeah. Yeah. After, after Christmas, because Derek also had an idea, has an idea of doing something for, uh, you know, toys for kids for december um but we're like well that passed so let's and then let's stick with this right for autism stuff and it wasn't even like a, a a name we didn't even have a name for it we we're just like hey let's let's do a fundraiser for for something with autism and we're like oh, all right let's work on that and so kind of like january we we kind of start started thinking and then we're we started uh trying to find a date you know um our initial our initial date was like the middle of of this month like yeah. uh, april 15th ish yeah. um but there's been so many events going on like right now the Seattle classic is up and so we we wanted to have it in this month because it's right for autism oh i'm sorry it's autism awareness month um oh, awesome. and and so what better month to have it you know? so we just started working you know we we had a we had a time clock and we're like we got a deadline And let's just start making it happen. You know, Um, for me, on my end, I have a little bit of a background with with events. Not a lot. It was like 15 years ago. Um, So that kind of helps a little bit. you know. But 15 years ago, man, everything's changed. And and I mean, I don't I don't even remember being on Instagram 15 years ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? So so all the stuff that I did know was like out the window, you know.
0: When, when you thought about this, uh, autism and, uh, Derek alluded to it, that you have a son that has autism and that it affects the group, you know? So that's so cool as a, as a group, you're always taking care of each other and the whole community in general, oh, yeah. uh, which is so awesome about our mountain bike community. But, um, for the folks who may not know, uh, Manny, can you tell us a little bit about what is autism and, and how does it affect
2: somebody? So it's it's a what they call it a spectrum because kiddos can be on the very high functioning side of autism or they can be on the very low functioning side of autism and and a lot of people think autism is a, a line, right? Like a line like you're either on this side or on this side. But it's actually more like a circular because there's so many components that, you know, that kiddos can be affected by, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's almost like a it, socially that's kind of, you know, for instance, for me, my kiddo was about a year, a year old, and we noticed he had really low or poor eye contact, like typically mm-hmm. babies, they, they would want to look at somebody to mimic what they're doing. You know, if you, if you sit in front of them and you kind of move your lips, they're going to start moving their lips. If you wave at them, they're going to start waving at you, you know? Um, that's how they learn. So, but my little guy, we thought, oh, this guy's too cool for all of us because he never, he never gives us the time of day. You know what I mean? He's always (laughs) off doing his own thing. Um, and, and he had like, it's so funny. Like, I remember we would have family over and, and, you know, these little, little, little girls would go and try to play with Santi. My my son's name is Santi. Um, Mm -hmm. And Santi would be like, "Whatever, I'm too cool." And I was like, "Look at him being too cool for girls right now. Like, you know, just wait, buddy. Just wait, In like, 15 years, everything's gonna change." You know? right. <laughs> but, um, and then and then they're like, "Wait a minute, it's he's doing a little too much." So a couple months later, we decided to check, uh, go into his doctor's appointments, and we kind of noted, "Hey, he doesn't. His eye contact is really low," um, and so that was a red flag for us and for for them. And so we we decided to get him like a full on evaluation. Um, and the doctor was like, you know, sometimes kids are just, um, uh, they develop a little slower, but it's not autism. And sometimes because they're developing slower, we can kind of tell it is autism. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. like, and, and in this case, can we can say that it is autism, but we wanna keep looking at it and we wanna see it's only a year and a half um we kind of want to see how he's going to develop because a year and a half you don't you can't really expect a lot out of a kid you know um but there's certain things that he was scoring really low in you know eye contact uh his motor skills were a little a little um underdeveloped uh he he was meeting those they call them uh benchmarks um Hmm. he was meeting his little benchmarks uh, just like right on time, but some of the stuff was a little delayed. Um, and so that changed our life, you know, because there's, there was this, I can paraphrase, paraphrase something that I read recently about, about children with autism or parents specifically. Um, basically let's say you're going to go on a trip, right. And you're going to go to Italy. Now, when you go to Italy for a month, you have to prepare yourself. You know where are you gonna go. What are you gonna eat? The language you gotta you gotta start learning the different language, um, the different customs, the different nuances that that you know that goes with going to Italy. Um, so you go to Italy. The days come. You arrive. You you arrive to the airport. You get on a plane, and you end up in, say, Saudi Arabia, right? Oh, yeah, way different. And, Yeah. And you get there and you're like, wait, (laughs) this is not Italy. Uh, Where am I? What is this? And so like, oh, sorry, we cannot we cannot change your flight path. You're stuck here for a month. So now you have to change everything. You got to you got to relearn the language, everything you thought you knew because you thought you were going to go to this country. Completely different. Customs are different. Language is different. Um, Everything. So you have to relearn everything. And, and I think that's a good way to explain a parent's, um, I mean, life in a sense. Because, you, you know, you, when, you, when you have a kid, you think you're going to lead this life. You know, my, when I was growing up, I wanted my kids to play sports. I played football. I, I wrestled. I water polo, cross country. So Dang. you kind of want that for your kids, right? And so right. now it's totally different you know, now it's like, man, I, I, you know, everything is, is changed, but we still have goals for our kids, but it's just, it just looks different, you know?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a great way to uh, eloquently talk about how it affects the caregivers, like the parents, the ones that are wanting to raise these kids as best as possible. And uh, when you're faced with something new like this, you're right. Everything changes and you have to change the language, so to speak, you know, you're changing your location, you're learning how to best support the kiddos. When, when a kiddo has autism or on the spectrum, can we talk a little bit about like, what are the negative things that can affect the kiddo, whether it's, um, you know, socially or health wise, and then we'll also talk about the positive things, because I think even some of the higher performing folks that have autism could be people like Steven Spielberg, who makes yeah, incredible yeah. movies. But as far as the the negative impacts of of autism, um, what would those be? And how does that negatively affect the kiddo and the family?
2: Yeah, they say that if you know one kid with autism, you only know one kid with autism because every every child is unique and every child's autism is unique. Um, And so I think... um, you know, for my kid, there there are kids, there are kiddos out there with with noise sensitivity, with light sensitivity, um, with smell sensitivity. You know, we were actually going to plan on having music at the event, but we're going to have a lot of people, potentially a lot of people with autism, and we didn't want to trigger that, so we decided not to have music. You know, so any anything like that can be a trigger. Um, you know, any, uh, it it takes them sometimes a little more to, time to process things. Um wow. And so changing a routine can be very difficult. You know, if they mm. know that Monday mornings I go to school and, um and then from school I go to my grandparents' house and then after my grandparents' house I have dinner and then I, you know, so they get used to that routine. And if mm. you change the routine, they they can they can have these moments, you know, of, of just trying to figure out what's going on and you have these these um kind of like flare ups, the I forget the name, but um but yeah. So routines can be very important to them um wow. along with with you know that kind of stuff I guess. Um and it's like stuff that and they, they children with autism or people with autism can also have this like hyper focus as well. Um, where, when they're really into something, that's all they want. You know, that's all like my son right now, he's really into cars. Um, and he has to have his cars in a very specific place. Sometimes it's very awkward places for them, for him to put his cars, but you move it. He notices that you move, he it. he'll go that. grab it and put it back. Yeah. Wow. That's like their yeah.
0: superpower right? they that hyper focus.
2: Wow. Yeah. 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 So, and then you know, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no,
0: that that's good, Manny. Yeah. So, so it's like it's so one off for every every kiddo, which is great that we're bringing awareness to this because it's not just an all encompassing put it in a box, and this is autism. So this is great to to learn and help educate people on what it is. How can people be more helpful around, you know, autism? And to help out with autism, obviously we're you guys are doing a killer job getting us all together and uh, raising funds for this and bringing awareness to this. But what are the biggest needs for
1: uh, autism? I would just say compassion, understanding and knowing what they're – maybe some empathy to what maybe their situation they're going through and, and understand they, they have certain things that – have to happen for um the day to roll smooth for them it's not just like every other person where they can just wake up and something happens like manny said the routine gets changed and we just adapt so it it's hard for people with autism to go about every day in normal life and if we just have a little compassion or um, understanding about what it is maybe we'll be able to help them a lot more
0: that's great derek I love that man i, I could imagine socially it, it would be tough especially for kiddos god i I have a kid right now who's in middle school and already middle school is tough just tough alone kids could be so mean um, oh, <laughs> I could right I could imagine with autism how how tough that could be for for some of them going through all that so that's a great reminder to be compassionate when someone's you know, got a routine or doing something different, like there could be, you know, a reason behind it, not just because
2: Yeah, so yeah. to
0: give that compassion is great.
2: Yeah. And, and I think um, the way we as a society look at people with autism is definitely changing in the right direction. Um, 10, 15 years ago, it probably didn't know that somebody had autism. You know, it's just, oh, he's just, he's just acts up a lot you know, he or she just acts up a lot and, uh, who knows what's wrong with him, but he's, he, he's not fun to be around. So people will just kind of walk away, you know, but now, uh, I think people are starting to definitely starting to, you know, understand it more and, and, and be more accepting of it, you know, like, so I think that's good. It's definitely headed in the right direction, but you know, with tomorrow, we also, we, we, we found the autism resource mom, um uh, because uh and we we decided to donate towards her to towards her organization because the mission that she has her mission is to get kids outside to yeah. get people outside on trails and on hikes wow. and, and outdoor perfect. activities and perfect. and that's so important it's so important yeah. you know and, and it fits our mission with with getting people out on bikes and yeah. it, it was just a perfect you know perfect org. Yeah,
1: that's
0: a great partnership Heck yeah,
2: yeah. heck yeah kind of, we,
1: we kind of liked it too because she started off kind of like us it was just her mm-hmm. doing it maybe once or twice a month and more funds and more people started coming in to where she got more kids and more kids and then it, it just kind of blew up to where it is now that's why i was like oh that kind of resonated with us as far as just being basically just a group of six seven guys and then me and manny kind of head spearheading it and just like trying to build this small thing and build it up to maybe even have our own nonprofit. One of these days, a ride for autism nonprofit where we take kids out on just rides every weekend and provide them bikes and all the safety gear and all that stuff just to get them out on the trails and riding.
0: Bro, that's awesome, man. And you guys started this in January. Look at you guys (laughs) rolling. (laughs) This is freaking awesome. I love it. I love it. And, yeah, kids are the future, man. The kids are the future of of everything, of the mountain bikes, of the trails, of the designs. I mean, some of these kids who have that hyper, super, you know, it's their special. It's their power. It's their Mm -hmm their superpower, uh, superpower kind of right they're to be designing in the future exactly you know, if we can get them out there on the trails and we all know how great it feels when we get out on the trails all the stuff that we have to go through oh, yeah. we get on the trails man there's nothing but the bike the trail and the buddies oh, yeah Oh, so
1: good <laughs> it's gonna be so good tomorrow because we're gonna have a lot of buddies to ride with tomorrow <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's gonna it's be good. great
0: so take it's take us through that a little bit too for for tomorrow um so we show up around 8, eight o'clock, 7.45, 8 o'clock. Um, what are we looking at as far as, and I know it's on the website too, but for the folks who haven't looked at it, uh, what does the agenda look like for tomorrow?
1: Well, 8.30 will probably start off rolling. Uh, it's going to be me, Leah from um, SRAM, um, Adam Mock, and then um, Tommy is going to be leading a group. We're Ooh, all going to be, Tommy. yeah, Tommy's gonna, actually going to start from this Anaheim Hill School. Cause he's uh, going to be doing all the kind of sketchier advanced stuff. So he's going to start up there and then the rest of us are going to start down at the park and climb up. And then I believe um, hopefully it will be done by 1130.
2: You want to talk about the dance?
1: No. No, we'll save that for later. But, <laughs> right, but There's supposed to be some mob dance going on, I know. But yeah. We'll, <laughs> yeah, so 11.30, hopefully get back down and start eating some food. And then probably around 12.00, what'd you say to start the raffle?
2: 12.30, 12.45. Yeah,
1: start the raffle around there and all the uh, uh, kids' activities. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, autism Resource Mom's going to bring a lot of activities for kids and stuff. Uh, I mean, a big Jenga set. Uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. of a selfie booth big old connect four so there'll be all kinds of stuff there for the kiddos and everybody else to play with and so and then around yeah one o'clock would do the raffle from one to two and then after that if anybody just wants to hang out they can if they want to leave they can go ahead and take off around two o'clock
0: I love that. That sounds so fun. And that's a great reminder too. Like there are two separate groups here that could, they can join. Obviously the mountain bike group, the mountain bike community, ride, barbecue, beers, buddies, raffle, pff, you have us all day long. And then there's the people that may not mountain. bike. Yeah. But they may know somebody who has autism and they may know somebody who mountain bikes, show up for the raffle, yeah. show up for the barbecue, hang out, uh, connect for all those fun games that uh, your partner is going to bring. That's, Yeah, man, that's going to be an epic day. As far as the raffle, as far as preparation for it, should people bring cash or will you guys take Venmo for the raffle tickets? What's the best way to help donate to that?
1: Um, It would probably cash would be the easiest way. That way we would uh, just be able to deposit it into a separate account and then um, shoot it straight over to the autism resource mom as soon as possible. But I mean, if you can't, then I guess we could do Venmo. But yeah, cash would be the best way.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. cash. At the, I, I mean, at that point, I think cash is probably the best too. Um, the website's still up, taking money, um, but it's gonna be in, in a in an online merchant account, so we won't be able to give her the money like right away, right? right. Um, we'd have to go to the bank, pull it out, you know. So I'm gonna I'm pulling out all the money that we've collected already. Uh, We don't want to say the amount because it's, it's, it's a surprise for her as well. Um, Yes. But, but so tonight we're going to go to the bank, pull that money out. And then um, tomorrow, whatever we have in cash, and then we're just going to make it rain. Hopefully, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be awesome support for a good cause. When let's go back to the autism. We were talking about some of the things that could be negative for the kiddos. Like, Routine changing routine when things happen. We all know life that the number one thing that always happens is change So that's already really tough for these kiddos How does this affect the moms and the dads and the teachers when they're when they have kiddos with autism and things are changing?
2: Ooh. <laughs> Man, it's it is frustrating it is um, It's very tough uh, and sometimes it can be overwhelming just to be completely honest with you. Um, you get those looks sometimes like what's wrong with that kid. Why isn't the mom doing something? <laughs> you know, if oh, I was that, that mom, I would, crazy. you know, kind of, you, you get, you get those right. looks, and, and Backseat all you do is smile. Yeah. All you can do. Yeah. All yeah. you can do is just, Hey, you know, I'm handling it the best I can. <laughs> it's tough, but we're going to get through it. You know, um, Like right now, just you know, being uh, what's the word? Um, you know, wearing the heart on my sleeve, uh, kind of like keeping it all open out in the open. Right now, my son is going through a phase. He he is uh, when he did, he it's hard for him to negotiate, right? So, if he wants Mm. something, he gets he can be very aggressive and he starts hitting mom, he starts hitting dad. Uh, he starts hitting himself and there's this thing called, you you know, positive re- reinforcements and negative reinforcements, positive attention and negative attention. But in the end, it's still attention, right? So mm. when he hits himself, he's learned that we react and we go, Santi, stop. Just don't hit yourself. Mm. Right. We go and we grab uh. him. We go. And so if he's not getting the attention that he wants, he'll run and hit the door. And there we go running after him, you know, mm. because, we don't want him to hurt himself um so it's hard it's really hard to to break those habits uh yesterday he wanted um he want at first he wanted to eat the habit and I was like, cool, I'm Good down for choice, the habit, the pop, let's go, <laughs> you know. Right? And then, and, and we get there, he sees Applebee's and he's like, Applebee's. I'm like, oh, buddy, we right. can't go to Applebee's. Right. I mean, it's just me and you. Mom's gonna be like, you didn't invite me, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I had to get a text and, or a call, <laughs> like, I don't know what you're doing, but we're going to Applebee's, let's go. <laughs> um, but but I was like, buddy, we, we can't go to Applebee's right now, we gotta go, we're just gonna go to the habit, and he starts just banging his head on his car seat, you know, banging and hitting and trying to kick me. He took his, his shoes off and he was throwing them at me <laughs> and oh, I'm man. sitting there and I'm Hold sitting on, there chocolate. driving. <laughs> 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 I'm sitting there driving. I'm like, Oh man, I can you know? And then, and then I'm like, can people hear him screaming? Like they're going to think I'm hurting them. They're going to think like, you know what I mean? Like then all that stuff comes into my head and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's you. tough. And so in those moments, you become uh, desperate, but but you also have to kind of like you know on a mountain bike, right? You, you're going down this trail, you hit this unexpected drop, mm-hmm. but what do you do? You don't you don't tense up. You just rely on your training, you rely on your skills, and you hit it to the best you can. And you be sometimes you're like, "Ooh, that was close." Sometimes yeah. you're like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad," you know. Same thing, I think in these situations you know i can i can get frustrated we can get frustrated as parents um but you have to remember your skills and you have to remember hey right now is not the time to give that attention you have to just ignore and eventually it'll pass and once it passes then you can start saying okay but are you calm yes i'm calm okay now what do you want to eat can we go to can we go to the habit or do you want us to do something else? You know, we can do Jack in a box. And then he was like, Jack in a box. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go to Jack right. in a box. <laughs> you we know, have an answer. But right? Yes, <laughs> And it's something that I can do because I got, you know, um, and so that's kind of what that looks like. You know, once it passed, we, we went to Jack in a box, he ate, he got happy again. And it was just normal kiddo again, you know, But for those 15, 20 minutes, it was like white knuckles, like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. It's, this is scary. Like I'm driving if he hits me and like, you know, so it's tough. It can be really tough in those moments, but you got to rely on, on your skills. you got to rely on, on your parent training and, you know, and just kind of weather the storm, you know, you become a, a, a crisis manager at that point, you know, and you just got to work through it.
0: Wow, man. That's something that we don't think about. You know, we, we think about the, the, the patient or the, the person who has autism, but there's a community around that person and they all have to change too. And uh, wow, yeah, that's yeah. a whole different side of the story there.
2: Man, Manny. Yeah. Holy smokes. My family is so awesome. I got to be honest with you. Shout out to my parents, my brothers and sisters and, and my friends, because without them, it would be so much harder that that saying, uh, it takes a tribe to raise a child cannot be any more true. It really is. You know, Cause like my parents, they will take my kid to Disneyland and they'll have fun with it. They get to be those spoiled, the parents, the grandparents that spoil him and love him. And, and, you know, and that's awesome. And he needs that. Sometimes these kids, my kid needs breaks from me, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> um, so, <laughs> So it's all good, you know, without, without my friends, family, it it would be so much harder, you know, so I I cannot say enough about them, you know, and the way they adapt, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll call Derek, and I think I even, I mentioned it to you once, Mark, I was like, I couldn't go to the ride today because my, my kid woke up at two in the morning and I am tired. I can't, I can't, I can't hit Greer right now. I'm, I'm not, (laughs) you know?
0: Yes. I remember that text. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I hope you get some rest, my brother yeah uh, life O'Reilly is saying thanks for opening up brother you and Derek are doing big things and we're all here to support you man.
1: Awesome thanks right Ray. Thanks, Ray. awesome So good
0: when when um, there's resources out there you know like what you guys are creating' you're, you're creating this fundraiser for this autism right for autism and it's gonna bring resources to people resources to kiddos, yeah. people with autism, the support group, the support mechanism, the tribe, are there, are there people out there who maybe can't afford to, you know, take classes to become an expert in crisis management and things that have to happen when you're, when you're raising kiddos like this?
2: It happens a lot. Um, my, my wife works for a school district and she was telling me a story the other day that, um, parents didn't even know that there's resources out in in orange county and la county that parents can go to and and ask for help you know um and, and and a lot of times just to be completely honest with you in our hispanic culture we're afraid to ask for help because what happens if somebody is not even uh i guess can i ask for help will they deport me will they you know so there's the fear of of looking for help you know so it's tough um so we were lucky that we we have insurance and we were able to get my kid diagnosed at a young age and the doctor was so awesome she she was like you know what you're not alone you have the regional center of orange county contact them until he's, they will take care of him until he's three. Once he's three, then they kind of hand him off to the school district and the school district will evaluate him and uh, get him all of the, uh, you know, if he needs speech or occupational therapy or any kind of specialized programs, the schools can offer that. Um, But sometimes if you don't reach out, if you don't talk to the schools, if you're not in communications, there's so many cases that, You kind of get kind of swept under the rug, you know, and that's tough. Yeah. You fall through the cracks. Definitely.
0: Dang, Manny, let's help the people right now who are, um, maybe they have insurance and they're, they, they might want to take their kid out to a doctor. They live in the orange County area. What was the doctor or the location that you went to when you first took Santi?
2: So we, we went through Kaiser, um, Kaiser, is uh, you have to follow the steps. We we saw his, um, his pediatrics doctor first, and then he was able to refer us to the developmental team, um, at Kaiser. And so it was a panel. It was like a psychologist, a doctor, um, an, an occupational therapist, a speech pathologist. And they kind of did it. They ran an evaluation on Santi. It was like a three hour thing. We had lunch in the middle cause it was so long. <laughs> um, and, you know, once, once they determined he had autism, they kind of handed this over to um, the, the regional center of Orange County uh, in conjunction with Easter Seals. Uh, Easter Seals is the autism, um, uh, it's an organization that provides speech and OT and, and ABA, which is, uh, uh, ABA, oh my gosh, why did my mind go blank? Um, behavioral... Adaptive behavioral. Um... Oh my gosh, <laughs> my mind went blank. But yeah, basically, no, no. it's it's the staff members that come to our home uh, and they provide therapies for Santi, and, and they have a team. We have a team. We have a program manager, a case manager, and an ABA specialist that come um, and we work on stuff. You know, uh, what is what is missing here? What what all the things in home that. That we kind of take for granted a little bit like, you know, asking for cereal sometimes. So, okay, what do you need, buddy? I want. And then you wait. And then you get him to say, oh, I want cereal. Oh, all right, cool. I'll get you some cereal right now, buddy. You know? Wow. Um, so even that can be a struggle sometimes, you know, because the lack of the lack of speech, the lack of um, wanting to communicate. You know, obviously, my child is very independent. Like, if he can grab something and do it on his own, he will. He, he's you doing know? it. Yeah, he's doing, there's nothing stopping him. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's that superpower again. <laughs> sometimes we, yeah, yeah. And and so I think that's kind of like, you know, every, like I said, every child is different and we work on that. And so we know that Santi has a lot of, uh, you know, that that self-drive. So we just have to kind of channel it and funnel it and show him how to open it up and show him how to, you know, to, to say when he needs something. You know, and, and obviously, you know, become more independent because ultimately he is going to be independent, you know, one day when he gets older, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. having that is, a, like you said, a superpower. But um, so the ABA specialists, they come in and they work on stuff like that with him um, and the resource, uh, the Orange County um, RC OC, RCOC, OCRC, Orange um, County Resource Center, um, they depending on the child and the um, and where they are on the spectrum there are certain uh, there's certain programs that you can qualify for um, and sometimes they will be able to pay for your uh, your, your your therapies they'll be able to pay for uh, babysitting and, and they'll be able they even provide like let's say me and my, my wife want to go on a date. They will provide a babysitter and they'll pay them, um, if uh, if if we need extra. Like you know, again, even going to the dentist. My son hates a dentist. You got to work through it, and he has he has developed a cavity and a hole, and he can't sit through that procedure. So they have to. They're gonna have to put him under anesthesia. Yeah, that's fifteen hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. And so our the uh, the program, the regional center, uh, RCOC, they're going to provide help, financial help for us, you know, That's with that kind of amazing. stuff. And so, and it's, it's such a big helpful. It's such a big help. That is so, amazing. Yeah. Regional center. If they're in LA, if they're in LA, it's the Los Angeles regional center, you know, or San Bernardino regional center. So every, every county has a regional center that can help, um, So definitely if if even if you don't have insurance, reach out to them and and they will get you set up. Definitely.
0: That's great information, Manny. Thank you for sharing that. So it sounds like if you have insurance or you don't have insurance, if you have Medi-Cal or no insurance, if you you can even start with the pediatrician, the pediatrician can help get the test done to get to the next level. Then there's regional centers that are helpful. And uh, they can provide assistance to get you to the next step. So whether you have a lot of money in the bank and the best insurance or you don't have much money in the bank or like you had said, you're fearful because maybe you're not a legal citizen. You can go through these steps and get the support for the kiddo or for the the spouse or for the brother or for the sister to get the help that they need. That's huge, bro. Thank you for sharing all
2: that. Yeah, of course. Dang.
0: I had, I had no idea, and it's great to know because there are probably a lot of people that are afraid to go or don't know where to start.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know where to start. Uh, that's all, <laughs> this is all new information to me. I would have no idea about a regional center or anything like that. So, yeah, right. that's, that's awesome information. Yeah, yeah, thank you,
0: Manny, for sharing that. And, and, and Derek, learning a little bit about you, too, it sounds like you you are a foster dad
1: yes i became a foster dad uh, about two years ago it was a actually a 16 year old so yeah he was actually a friend of my son's and um he was staying the night the weekend he played basketball with him on his basketball team he was staying the night the weekend so i was like all right it's time to take you home and he just came out right out and said it he's like you know what i'm i live in a foster home and i kind of went awol a little bit he's um I was wondering if you might be able to take me in for these next two years or something kind of guide me and help me out being a man because he's, I'm going to be 18 soon and I don't know how to do anything. So wow. that probably was like, wow, that took a lot of courage. And I was like, wow. All right, well took that and talked to my wife and then, yeah, we took the steps to become foster parents and we fostered him and now he's out of the house in his own program living on his own call. It's a tilt. it's called the tilt program, basically learning how to live independently. So wow, yeah, that was a dude. big, that was a big, awesome thing. I, I, loved it. It was great. I'm kind of sad. He's out of the house now.
0: <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you, you have a son for life there with, uh, oh, with yeah. him. What, when, when, how brave for that kiddo to come out and say and ask for the yeah. help.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Well, man, I got to at least consider it and talk to talk to the wife and see what we can do. Because, man, we were we were just barely surviving with the two kids we had. But, yeah, we were like, we can't just let this because he came from both of his parents had passed away in really tragic, really tragic ways right in front of him. So oh, he had geez. just been in the he'd been in the foster program since he was six years old wow so he just he was just afraid that he was just going to be stuck there for the rest of his life and then get kicked out when he was 18 and not know how to do anything as being as far as being a man or adult or anything like that so yeah, yeah it, i was like that's real courageous of him and yeah that really showed about a lot about who he was so i really took that into consideration yeah we just said yeah let's 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 do this
0: yeah, that's cool. It says a lot about you too, because he's watching, yeah. always watching. They're always watching. Kiddos are always looking. Yeah, and for him to select you and, so to speak, select you and say, "Man, yeah. that's that's the that's the mentor I need." You know. Yeah. From yeah, right.
1: that's why I was kind of was like, "All right, wow, well, you really think I'm the one to show you the right way to live as a man?" That was that was really, I uh, was really awesome. It really made me feel really good that someone could look at me like that because. Yeah, I know my sons kind of expect that, you know, I expect that from my own blood, but from somebody else just to see from the outside and be like, wow, this is a good dude. It really made me feel good inside and changed my whole perspective on on life and what I could be doing. That's what kind of led to me wanting to do this more charity stuff. It just felt really good helping people out. I mean, that was – I got more enjoyment out of that than going off a 25-foot drop or something. It's just – man –
0: so good bro this is uh my my eyes are not watering up your eyes are watering up they're <laughs> <laughs> freaking awesome man it's allergies bro it's allergies it's allergies bro. damn pollen <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> you you guys are doing so many great things out there um I I love it let's um gosh let's talk about now let's talk about the squad I mean we've met two of the seven on mountain misfits and these guys are doing some incredible things out there doing some great things for people how did the mountain misfits start how did you guys find each other <laughs> and now you guys are like doing all these great things out there i mean i'm well, ordering some for, tapes for you guys
1: right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, it really started off with um me and my buddy taz trail bike taz um we were both looking for people to ride with so we ended up joining this facebook group that some of you may know called the mountain bike buddies and they ended up having a annual ride up at um uh, snow valley so i ended up taking my brother-in-law up there and we were riding and i just seen taz sitting there by himself and i just went over to him like hey what's going on just started shooting the crap with him and then uh we just started riding that day and ever since then it just kind of became a really good friendship and then uh we uh met another guy named kyle and that's when we were like well let's just start a little group we were going to call it the three uh the three old men or something like that because we're all all close to our (laughs) 40s so it was going to be something weird like that and then um yeah i was just like well how about the mountain misfits and then that started up and then i uh met a couple other people um Adrian and Matt, there are two other guys that are in the Misfits. They started riding with us. And then I met Manny through another group called the Redondos. And we were both in the Redondos. And and then he decided to come over to the Misfits too. And we started riding together. And yeah, it just started snowballing from there.
0: Wow. Now, as far as like the amount of talent that's on that squad, how long have you guys all been riding?
1: Um, I've only been riding for about four years now. I'm not yeah. sure, Man, Me and Taz, four years. Um, a couple of the other guys have been riding for quite a while—eight while. years, nine years, ten years now. Um, there's a uh, rider, Elvis. He's been riding for quite a while, and um, Elk 20, Elk 20 Elk plus Elk. years. Twenty plus years, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I was like, Elvis. Heck yeah. That's yeah, your real he's name? Right. He's like, yeah, that's my real name. I was like, all
1: right. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, our other rider, Brian. He's been riding for quite a while. He rides yeah. quite a bit. So yeah, we have we have a pretty pretty balanced talent pool here we go from yeah. pretty beginner to advanced stuff which we like i, I like having group rides to where we're showing the beginner guy how to do stuff we like being very inclusive with our riding we don't really want to separate well i want to go to simi valley today so forget that guy but so yeah. we always want to find a spot to where we all can ride together and we just love we love sharing the stoke and and being in the group
2: yeah, it's really fun. It's a good group. We've I think it's been like what? three years? yeah, three years that that, years. that I got into uh, with with them. um and it's been fun. You know, they're really it's a really good group, like Derek said. Very inclusive. We meet people on the trail and we talk to them and, you know, we invite them out. And if they if they stick, they stick. If they don't, they don't. It's okay. It's fine. We just want to ride with as many people
1: as we can. Like I said in my head, I share, got to share the stoke. I love yeah. sharing the stoke, man.
0: So good. That stoke is so good. What's, oh, yeah. Um, what, what bikes are you guys on? What are you guys riding?
1: Well, right now, I – well. I, I just got myself a new e-bike, a uh, Common Soul Ooh, Meta, baby. the team edition. Yeah. So yeah, I was having trouble mm. riding, getting myself to ride a lot because my work. So I was trying to figure out some way I can get more riding in and I, I, got, I got myself an e-bike and now I can just ride as many as trails as I want in an hour or two and it, it's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What, do you th- what did you think of coming from analog? Now, did you keep your analog bike or is that gone?
1: Uh, I was gonna keep it, but uh, it, it's gone. Yeah, I had a specialized yeah. enduro. Ooh, that's a beautiful bike too. Yes, I with, loved it.
0: With with you going from analog to E, what are you, what are your thoughts on? I don't want to make like this conversation polarizing because I know there's like non-analog and there's E lovers <laughs> and there's only one or the other. But just just uh, what are you, what is your thought process coming over to the E's? How does it feel?
1: Um, for me, it, it, it's awesome because like I said, you can just keep it in eco and and throw it in a a lower gear and you still kind of get the same, same workout, same kind of feel as the e-bike. It's just right when you feel that, uh, like you're going to start giving up, you feel that kind of motor kicking like, Oh, all right. But, um, I, I love the e-bike honestly, because I can get so much riding in in a short period of time. That, that's really what it is for me. Like I said, I only have maybe one day on the weekend, Sundays usually to ride. So I try to get out there and get as much riding in as I can in a love short it. amount of time. So yeah, I, I, lo- I like the e-bike for that. I love it, man. That's, yeah. a, that's
0: well said. I feel the same. I feel like with the offset Eco is obviously the lowest amount of assist on the e-bike. And yes. with the weight differential, when I pop in the Eco and I'm riding mm-hmm. with my analog buddies, I feel like I'm, I'm right there. I, I'm, yep. I feel like I'm feeling the same thing. Like, oh, man. And I, and just it's hard because, you know, with a switch of a button, you can get off into the boost area.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And then that eco is like an equalizer. I, I love that feeling. And uh, mm-hmm. the smiles, smiles. Yeah.
1: Especially if you can go on the app and um, change your assist percentage down, you can change it down to where you're barely getting any assist and not using any of the motor, really. So that's yeah, kind of what I like about it, too. You can customize it as much as you need to
0: yeah yeah love it i love it dude well said about the about the e that's cool i love hearing the experience of what people feel when they first get on and that's a beautiful bike man
1: yeah thank you yeah i love it i caught an awesome deal for it i only got it for picked it up for thirty eight hundred. i couldn't believe it
0: yeah that wow. those direct to consumer companies man shoo baby those are good <laughs> yeah Manny, how about a life Riley? Saying, what you, "I'm always full turbo, 100. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's right. Yeah, you know,
0: Manny, what? How yeah, about you? I can't what forget you that, boost, man, that, <laughs> um, that boost, man. That boost. Um, that feels so. Typically good.
2: Typically, <laughs> I'm I'm on anything that's getting towed by by this guy. So, <laughs> no, no, I have a I have a, a 2019 uh, transition smuggler. Um, it it was uh, originally a short travel bike. Um, but little history. I used to have my, my, not my first full squish, but, um, when I first started like really getting into it, I bought a, uh, an Ibis, uh, Ripmo AF. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that bike was dope, man. It was really fun, but it got stolen. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. And so, uh, i was a bike for a little bit um but i my brother my family they're like manny we're gonna just buy you a bike and i was like no you guys are you're crazy (laughs) you know let me let me let me put in on it let me give you some money like no 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 we're gonna we're gonna hook you up um and so they gave me what the ripmo cost and i started calling bike shops i was like what do you got what do you got what do you got and so pro bikes at the time uh I forgot the general, Aaron, Aaron was like, Hey, we got this, uh, this demo bike, this full carbon demo bike that was never really ridden. Um, we, we, we had it at a, at a, at a really nice spec, but we changed some parts and we can offer it to you for three grand. I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Say no more, you know, take my money kind of thing. Um, yes, they, they hooked it up and so I picked it up and, Almost instantly, I started changing out some stuff. You know, I, I got a. It was on a 34 rhythm, <laughs> <laughs> so I put a 36. I, I put a 36 uh, grip 2 Kashima. Uh, you know, performance, or factory, whatever. Woo! Yeah. Um, I got a better shock in the rear, and then I ended up getting a Cascade link to to make it a 140, 1 140, 150. So I went from a 120, 140, to a 140, 150. Um oh, and it, yeah. it handles it handles all the trails that I've that I've thrown at it. You know, we've we've hit talonix we've hit uh waterfall, we've hit uh the jump line, the drops at San Diego Oaks, and, and it handles it, you know what I mean? And so uh, yeah, no complaints. I, I got a good bike, you know, and I got really lucky, but but um eventually, oh man, I definitely am gonna join the oh. e bike team team. Yeah team e I <laughs> I'm on the same boat. I I rarely have time. Like sometimes I live, I live really close to the Fullerton loop. And so I'm like, it's a, cl- it's a crutch. And it's also a blessing because if I don't have a lot of time, I just do half a loop. You know what I mean? I start at the Hills. I hit the, I hit the top and I come home and it's a, it's a 45 minute deal, you know, but if I go to Santiago, Oaks, I got, it's like a 45 minute drive to get there. It's a, it's an hour and a half ride. And then 45, it could easily be three hours. And yeah. so, um you know getting home and getting back to my kiddo and to my family it's it's obviously more important than riding a bike but you got to have a balance and you you got to work on your mental health and you know you yeah. you got to sometimes you got to take time for you you know and so yeah. having an e-bike i, I can definitely. see the definite benefit of that yeah
0: yeah right you can definitely definitely uh erase one of those drive times having the having oh, the yeah. e you know you'll make it yeah. that time sure
2: definitely Uh, definitely
0: riding dirty out of arizona saying yo 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 what up homies
2: yo Yo, what's up
0: that's sick he just got an e-bike not too long ago as well so so he's on it he's got the en and and the analog but you're right man Uh, as far as that's a great point that you brought up if we don't take care of ourselves first it's really hard for us to be the caregivers to the best extent that we can
2: right yeah it's that it's that airplane crisis mentality, right? You, they they ask you to put your mask on first before you help anybody else, because if if you don't put your mask on, you're like, oh, hold on, yeah,
1: you, you can't know. help
2: yeah. anymore, <laughs> Right? <laughs> so you, exactly. you gotta help. You gotta right. help yourself a little bit sometimes, you know.
0: That's right. Or if yeah. you're looking at like a, a all the people that could take care of you, and the ones that the there's one that's like peppy and ready, looks rested, and you know if you're having a surgery, and you could pick a surgeon. You want the one that looks rested. You want the one that looks fresh, yeah. like mentally right. clear, not the one that's on his phone, yes. like all stressed out. Like, no, 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 please don't cut oh, me. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
1: Talking about <laughs> yeah. his missing his car payment or something. Like, oh, well, he's thinking about exactly. something else right now. I don't know. Exactly.
0: Postponing the yeah. surgery. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 He said this. They said this vasectomy was gonna be easy, but I don't think yeah. I that one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I want the guy who just went for a bike ride, feels rested, mentally clear.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. the one. That's good stuff, man. Where as far as riding goes, where are your guys' favorite trails?
1: Uh, my my favorites are probably Greer, um, yeah. Semi-Valley, um, Santiago Oaks, and um, Aliso and Laguna, those are mm.
2: some of my favorites there. Dang, some epic yeah. spots, Derek. Epic, yeah. epic. Whew. How about Definitely. you? Nick? Um, I gotta give a shout out to my Fullerton Loop because yeah, it's yeah, my, my backyard cool. trail. But, um, I love Aliso. I love Laguna. I love Greer. I love Santiago Oaks. Um, those are the trails that we typically hit the most. Um, yeah. because they got something for everybody, you know. And so that's True. cool. I love it
1: that's very yeah.
2: cool because I...
1: i'm only three minutes away so oh man oh, yeah, yeah you're lucky bro right there that's... yeah that's kind of why the e-bike came in handy too i could just yeah. do laps and laps and laps up there
0: dang yeah when they have the races you're like sign me up i know these corners <laughs> yeah yeah i know this pretty well <laughs> yeah exactly that dude is fast 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 yeah fast. He must live around here. <laughs>
1: how, how did you know there was going to be a turn there
0: <laughs>
1: right <laughs> oh yeah. man I, that's so good
0: um, when it comes to Santiago Oaks for tomorrow and this event is going to be so fun and I'm really really thankful you guys are putting this together uh, what is uh, what are the trails uh, that it's going uh, like it for tomorrow for, for folks
1: well I know on my ride that I'm leading I'm going to start off uh, with sh- Cactus and then we're going to climb up to Hawk Go down Hawk, and uh, that way you don't. I don't want to kill too many people. We're just going to go all the way from Hawk, go all the way up Three B's to the jumps and drops area, mess around up there for a little bit, and then go down just a classic loop. Go down Barham Ridge, all the way to Shoots, and then take Shoots out back to the park. Mm
0: -hmm. Ooh, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Yeah,
2: that's Uh, our that's our like um, Saturday ride, you know, Sunday ride.
0: Yeah hawk and is hawk the one that has i've only ridden there once and i remember one of the trails and it may have been hawk they had like this like fun like laddery thing in the middle of the trail halfway down it was like huh. make sure you hit this little diving board thing and you you clip off it's right in the middle of the trail but it's skinny is that hawk huh.
1: and i could be describing uh, it that wrong that <laughs> might be sh- yeah is i'm not speed? sure that might be shoot's yeah, I remember
0: it being I'm not in the sure. and down, and you you kind of see it as you're coming up to it. You it looks like you could bypass left or right, but if you stay right in the middle, you kind of like go off that drop, whatever that thing is. But that was a fun. Yeah,
1: thing. I think you're talking about shoots. I think it's the rock drop down towards the end. It's like after a, a right hand turn, and then you kind of come down. Yeah. There's like you kind of go off a rock or go left or right, and then there's a yes, left hand yes. turn above that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it's on shoots. That. That's a yeah, fun that one, one. that one's a pretty big rock drop. Yeah. I, and the first I like time I ever it. seen that, I think it was on Tom, Tommy's video.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Tommy's throwing out some stuff, and then Tommy's leading the ride tomorrow. Do you know what trails Tommy's going to be taking folks down for the advanced group?
2: Yeah, so he's going to start over at the flat, because since he's starting on the opposite side, he's going to just climb up uh, and probably have some fun at the drops. Um, and then come down sketch balls after sketch balls. He's going to take, yeah. And then he's going to take Yucca, um, basically down. And this is where it gets a little confusing. I think he's going to do Hawk. Um, and then he's going to climb out, do shoots. And then he's going to climb back and do waterfall and then climb out. Yeah, he's going to be doing a lot of climbing. A lot of climbing. Oh, he's got an e bike now. So, you know, yeah, he's going <laughs> to be on his YT,
1: but yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. He's trying to do all the major, big, like, gnarly trails. So mm-hmm. I know for sure he's hitting Hawk. He's hitting Waterfall for sure. Sketch balls for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If anybody wants to join him, he's going to be starting at Anaheim Hills Elementary School. Yep. That's where he's going to be Anaheim. starting at. So you can, yeah, you could type that straight into Google Maps and it'll lead you straight to the school. And that where everybody's going to be parking at and because it cuts out there from when we're going from the park there's going to be uh in the beginning there's a nice little climb that people yeah it's a pretty horrible climb so i think he starts there so he don't have to really do that climb up so he could just start at the jumps and all that Mm -hmm. but yeah everybody else to start down there at the irvine regional park
2: Yep. god Um, okay and Adam and Lay, I think they're going to stick more towards like the blue lines, like, uh, cactus, uh, yucca, grasshopper, that kind of stuff. Uh, even though even shoots on the way out, I think they're going to take the, the non black line, yeah, like the, ri- the not the, the ridge line. They're going to kind of go around it. Um, it. and then Lay is going to actually do have a skills clinic. That's going to be really oh, awesome for it. beginning writers, uh, can you imagine? She's She is a pro athlete, and she's going to be giving free clinic yeah. to, to anybody wow. who wants it. And so that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they're generous enough to yeah. send
1: her out with a booth, and she's going to have some goodies she's to give gonna, away, too. Yeah, so.
2: who knows what she's Man. bringing. Who knows? I'm excited. I mean, it's SRAM, you know. so it's going to be great no matter what, you know. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. That's a big company. Um, As far as companies, um, we still have time. Who are some of the companies that pitched in? that people can get their hands on some of those items tomorrow from the, from the raffle?
1: Well, I would first start off with maybe SSB. They always got some good stuff. They got some uh, um, chain lube that we have, some awesome uh, spray, and, spray wash. and wash. The sealant. Mm. The sealant. That, there's some good people. If you can't get that at the raffle, I would suggest picking some of that up. Some, uh, yeah. I know Unspoken is yeah. going to be there. Unspoken yeah, has some Hawk. awesome beer. Yep, yeah. He's gonna be there. He has some gear in the raffle that you, you definitely wanna to try to get your hands on. That's
2: good stuff. Um Who, I mean, else? Jensen USA, they're awesome. We have uh we have about seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of uh gift cards to Jensen oh. USA. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's a lot of money, yeah. you know. Uh obviously you have a lot of st- we have a lot of stuff from Pivot. We have a SRAM um upgrade a GX upgrade kit um that we purchased oh, for, for for the raffle. Um, oh that's awesome. a, we have a, a track bike for kids. Um uh what else? There's so much mountain bike hopper, so yeah. Mountain bike hopper, MTB oh, hopper Alex. ramps, um, yeah. Moana, Moana ridewear, Moana, yeah. Oh, Moana, oh, I'm, I'm sorry
1: what if I'm mispronouncing Moana. that. But... Moana. I think
2: it's Mana, yeah. Moana. yeah, yeah, you got yeah. It. there's a it.
1: it, yeah. Um, man, there's so many. I'm trying to remember the, all these local companies that that really helped us out. Cranked MTB, cranked, uh, They're giving us cranked,
0: 20 uh, shirts, his graphics,
1: bro. CDX pedals really helped. Us yeah yes he's got some good i'm like how do you come up with these ideas i, I, I can <laughs> I never know. even think of stuff like that yeah <laughs> right yeah it, it's like it's like part like uh yeah.
0: stealth almost too. like graffiti feel you know too um, it. it's
1: dope yeah 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 your stealth stealth right? gonna be there Yeah, I'm just trying to remember all these local little companies that really helped us out when, you know, I mean, they didn't really have to. Of course, SRAM has the resources to help us. But these other companies like Unspoken or something, they're just a small one-man, one-owner business. So, you know, for him to come out and give us some stuff is just so awesome. All these smaller companies that really help us out, awesome.
2: awesome. DBR DBR is providing this really sick, full-face uh art piece that's like i think it's like 7 or 8 layers of of, of wood that hand-carved. was cut wow. hand carved wood that was cut out and painted um it's it's so beautiful uh, i can't wait wow. to get my hands on it so i can take pictures of it yeah, and there's just and, yeah. so
1: much stuff we wish could mention it all here cuz so many people really helped but yeah, yeah, D- yeah tomorrow D- tomorrow D- yeah dbr mm. mtb
2: uh teacher gone rogue mm. helped out yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that one, that one was really special to me because he came out. He came out, reached out to us. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm just a teacher, but I really want to help. Yeah, I can make you guys some some cool um, bike stands." I was like, "Down, done. done. We well, let's do it," mm-hmm. you know. And and we Stand got, um, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can't you can't go wrong with them. And so we found a local artist to to paint the the um, autism puzzle pieces on it, and they came out really mm-hmm. nice. And so you know, we're excited for that.
0: Uh it, you it, guys it's, I, it's not,
2: for us it's not about I, I at least for me, I think it's not about how big the company is. I mean, yes, they they're attractive, right? You know, yeah. SRAM and, and, and that's great. We love it, we appreciate them, but it's also the heart, you know, and how yeah. how can I help and how can how can I contribute and, and to me that you know that that means a lot too. If we can help out a smaller company get
1: their name out more, bigger, make their company get bigger, that that's that's awesome. I yeah. love helping the mountain bike community out, especially the somebody who's trying to start their own business yeah. or something like that. that.'s why i'm I love being kind of uh, unofficial ambassador for Cranked MTB because he's just the
2: mm. one
1: one man printing all the shirts out out of his house right yeah. now. So
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you met him too, right? Yeah, mm. Mark met him over yeah. at Greer one day
0: yeah on top of the mountain there really you know big wheels that was, uh, yeah. it was so cool to see his shirts i think it was uh it was jesse or jimmy it was jimmy and matt jimmy, were yeah.
2: jimmy. Those, those yeah. yeah yeah
0: and that, that was so cool yeah. to see i just love that too like all the support the local you know it's all heart and uh see these folks you know grow like uh Unspoken's growing and oh, yeah. uh, always like, changing his stuff and making it better. And, uh, man, pretty soon there'll be the next Taskos out there, you know? Exactly. So know that's in your yeah, bedroom,
1: stuff. garage, and then now
0: yeah. time. Yeah, then we can cool.
1: talk about I can remember that guy when he first started out, and yeah, Exactly. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> it's so cool. And we're all doing this, and you guys especially spearheading this for such a great cause, already helping a ton of people out. The resources that you mentioned earlier, Manny, are going to be huge for people who hear this podcast and and go back to that and go, wait a minute, how do I start this process? Where does my journey start? How do I do this? And you you laid it out really nicely right there. I love the fact that all the money that's going to be raised tomorrow is going to this cause to help people who may need direction or may need cereal or may need something to help with their their process of this new adventure that they're going to be on. So kudos to you guys for everything that you're doing. I cannot wait for tomorrow. Uh, Before we sign off though, folks let them know where they could donate to ride for autism. If the website's still up and then also plug the mountain misfits.
2: Go ahead. All right. I'll start with the ride for autism is ride dash four dash autism.org. And that site's going to be up year, the whole year. So you can purchase some some shirts you can purchase you can donate to the cause um right now all the money that's collected we're not taking a single dime yeah, every or penny. penny of
1: it's going straight to them
2: yeah we we got the food we got the the any any uh raffles any any purchased items it's all from us we're not collecting any money back it's all going back to um autism resource mom yeah um and yeah. You don't necessarily
1: need to be present to win either. Mm-mm. If you buy tickets online, we'll, we'll have all your information. And if we pull your ticket, we could ship it out to you. Or if you're local, we'll meet you up and give you your prize. It did, did, you do not have to be present to win any of these prizes either. Yeah. we just wanted to try to generate as many, as much money as we could for this this awesome nonprofit that we're doing. So yeah, even if you don't, even if you can't make it, go ahead and donate or buy some raffle tickets. And if you win, we'll send you out the prize
0: so dope yeah and uh and tickets are on sale right now ride 4 autismorg or uh purchase them in person tomorrow when the raffle starts or even before if you get a chance uh to catch one of these two out there on the trails guys this is going to be awesome you guys at uh, the irvine regional park oh and then before we go where can people follow the mountain misfits
1: or Mountain Mountain Misfits, we're on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, MTN underscore Misfits. Yep, MTN underscore Misfits. And then I believe um, you can follow us on... youtube i believe but we don't have very many videos on youtube but yeah so Instagram's the main the main spot where the misfits usually mm-hmm. and we also do have a facebook group if you wanted to join the misfits and get in the facebook group mm-hmm. so you can see all our posts and and we post rides and stuff like that that we kind of get the misfits a little bigger and then maybe do some more bigger bigger events like this to, as, as we grow
0: love it Love it, love it, you guys! Your your mission is awesome. I love mission for both things—the Mountain Misfits mission to get people out there and share the stoke, as well as the man, the the autism that you guys are doing the right for autism. How that's gonna—it's already taking legs and getting wings and flying out there. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much for awesome. everything you do. Uh, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Thanks, Mark, thank you for having Appreciate us on it. here, man. Oh. Thank you, guys. Go hit those dirt jumps behind you guys at the park over there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got time. All right, folks. We'll be signing off. Thank you all so much for joining us. We got Derek. We got Manny. Tomorrow is Ride for Autism. See you all in Irvine for Santiago Oaks. It's going to be a great time. Yep. We're going to go back to that parking lot. See for the barbecue, for the raffle, for the good time. So come on out, we'll see you all there.
2: Yep. All
1: right,
0: man. See you guys See you. later. Yo, and that is in the can episode 107 with Manny and Derek on the Ride for Autism promo. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And what a great story on how these two guys decided to do something good. As of January, here we are, it's April, and we are on the verge of an amazing group ride to benefit autism, autism awareness, and to raise money to help with things that uh, can help folks that are going through that process with autism. Also loved how Derek was able to share his story on how he was able to foster a teenager who reached out to him to help him become the man he wanted to be. Amazing stuff going on with these guys and the mountain misfits what a great group and i can't wait for the ride tomorrow at santiago oaks i hope to see you guys out there and uh, as always folks remember all the hard work that you put into something whether it's making yourself better bettering your job bettering yourself on the mountain bike bettering your body in the gym bettering your mind and how you deal with things all the answers are within you it takes hard work to do it and we're the only ones that can do it ourselves. So always put in the hard work into something because it'll always pay off. Hope to see you guys out there at Santiago Oaks tomorrow for the Ride for Autism, or see you guys back here in the segment studio for episode 108 next week. And hope you guys are doing well. I'll see you all soon.